You are now entering the dojo of Mojo and the Thrive Time Show. Can I kick it? Yes, you can. 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 This is Clay Clark on the mic again. Myopic focus, tunnel vision. I'm focused on the mission to teach you the skills and give you the plans. Broadcasting from my lands to the left, to the portlands. I'm here to tell you, you can do it, yes you can't. And now my friend, you got two fans. Give me the Z, comma, and. I'll be the C, yes, and. Now let's kick it like Batman, bam! And get a little nuts like Pete Cairns! So it's time to get a little nuts like Pete Cairns. Dude, you are bringing the hot sauce. You know, the, see, the thing I mean, about- if I'm going down the Isle of Salsas, there's, there's mild. Mild? There's extra meat, mild. There's extra mild. There's meat kind of chunky. You get chunky and smooth. Oof. Yeah. But as I'm walking down that salsa aisle, the stuff you're laying down right now, My eyes that's going to be in the extra oh. spicy. Oh, I have what I've, just, I, I've recently dis- I've recently discovered my my genre. It's it's street vendors playing brass music with hip hop lyrics. It's it, my it, move. It makes so much sense. I it mean, fits me. Th- th- a street vendor is a business guy, right? And a guy out on the street doing that. I mean, he's got to use a little hat out there, a bucket, getting money, right? Right. right. He's, they're they're both entrepreneurs mixed together. You're mixing. I, you were a DJ. I mixing. think I'm going mm. to, for the mm. conference we have here, probably the one in June or April, we'll see. But I think I'm going to have an actual marching band, like a drum line out there on nice. Saturday. Nice. So I just think it's the right mojo. It just it, See, doesn't the mojo just, doesn't something just feel right about the live street performers with the brass music? You, know, that's a, you touch on a very good point. And that's also something that we teach in our workshop, and that is that music is very powerful in your business. It is. And so you're absolutely correct. Music sets the atmosphere. Music gets people. Yeah, I remember I, my first job, I was 13, year, 13 years old. I was washing dishes in a Mexican restaurant. Ooh. Chiquita O'Brien's, all right? Suavemente. Suavemente. Wash those dishes. 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 And we had a jukebox in the back. And I just kind of took it on myself. On my, I'm, I'm, I mean, I just took over the jukebox. The jukebox is my territory. Did you turn off the suavemente? No, suavemente. No, no, gosh. Besame. And so it had all kinds of music on there. But what I would do is I would go through and I would select all the, you know, Hispanic you know, music. You would, okay. You would do such clever songs as La 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 Bamba. <laughs> that was one of them. That was a big hit. And so I would, I would do that. And the other one time was going, Hey, the music sounds good. Who's 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 doing all? Who's in charge of the jukebox? And everybody kind of shrugs their shoulders, you know. And I, th- I think I think that dishwasher is. So he came <laughs> back there and he goes, "You up know, thirteen? I'm back there washing my dishes." He goes, "Man, great job with the jukebox." I kind of I go, "Well, I figure this. You know, if people are listening to Mexican music, they're probably and we're a Mexican restaurant, they're probably more likely to want to, you know." Order another dish. Drink. Have more Mexican inside, food. Inside out, Z's living the vida loca. Oh, See, I thought you, and po- you said you'd never been a DJ before. Well, I, you started as a DJ. You know, oh my gosh, I'm speaking, your first I'm so job. I'm so speaking of music, Ricky Martin, Suavemente, Elvis Crespo. Let's talk about installing tracking systems. Exactly. Now, tracking systems. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Dr. Z, as you've grown Dr. Robert Zellner Associates, tell me if this has become, okay. if, if, if what I'm saying has become true or if I'm just speculating. Okay, fair but enough. first, when you first advertise and you have a one-legged marketing stool, like you're only advertising with one piece of advertising. That's, yes. That was probably, like what was your first form of advertising you did, like day one? It, it was the TV guide section of the local newspaper. TV guide section. And I did a little, uh, it wasn't a one-eighth, it was uh, smaller than that, little little corner. One-sixteenth. Little corner, probably about That's that. So 30 hot, I'm searing my cornea just hearing it. 
Well, I figured oh, it was the one part of the paper that people would keep throughout the week because it had the weekly TV schedule in it. Mm. And so it'd be sitting there on their on their table, you know, all week long. He's a wizard. And the rest of the paper, they'd chunk after, you know. So when Elite came in, you'd probably ask somebody, hey, how'd you hear about us? How'd you hear about us? And because you only had one way you were marketing, you really only had probably three options. One, I drove by, saw the sign. Correct. Two, a friend referred me. Or three, TV Guide. Bingo. And anybody I, ever say, I drove by and couldn't see the sign, so I came in? Ooh. <laughs> tricky. You should make your sign blurry. I'll have to look back in my old notes. I'm not sure if they did or not. <laughs> uh, a real fun factoid. When you started your optometry clinic, was it your 1998, I believe? 91. 91, okay. So 91, um, you know, you probably were listening to a little bit of Ace of Base, I Saw the Sign. You probably had that oh, in the background. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I saw, saw the, the sign. sign. So how'd you hear about us? Like, I saw the sign. No, but seriously, you would ask people how they heard, how they heard about you. And when the first time that someone said TV Guide... Did it blow your mind? Well, what I did was I made it kind of tricky. I made it like a coupon so they'd have to cut it out and bring it in. Oh, and did it blow your mind when they brought it in? We're like, yes. yes. Full of moves. So yes. then you did the next leg. So think of the next leg you did. Technically, the yellow pages were, was probably the first one. So yellow I mean, pages I mean, yellow first. Page, yellow pages, to be honest with second you. Second TV guide. Second TV guide. What was third? Uh, radio station. So then you started tracking. At a certain point, you don't need to track... All you track is gross revenue and how much you're spending on ads because everyone starts saying, I saw your ads, I saw it on radio, I saw it on TV Guide, I saw it from a friend, I saw the sign, my person at church told me, I have a coupon. And I, and I realized at some point it didn't matter. You know, it didn't matter what brought them in because I was committed to having multiple legs and committed to do spending the money on advertising. But I would bet you, at if we had uh, 10 new business coaching clients we're working with, let's say we had 10. Okay. I would bet you, I put this on the screen so you can see it, Z. I bet you 90% of the business owners have never tracked their advertisement ever. So this is a new business. They just opened up in Owasso about eight weeks ago. And they have sold, do you look at that, 27000 Dollars. That's a tip-top canine location in Owasso. Woof, woof. That's woof, roughly as the operating a seventy percent profit margin. Mm. Look at that, dude. I want to start training dogs. I know, dude. Look at this. He only spent two hundred and thirty-three dollars and twenty-one cents on ads, and he brought in five thousand nine hundred and sixty-three dollars of deposits and twenty-seven thousand dollars of gross revenue on less than three hundred dollars of total ad spend. You know what? Kids these days have it so easy. You know. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I wish, don't you wish we had some of the availability of, to spend that kind of money? It's a lot easier targeted. now. It's so, so much easier now. It's so much easier now. It's easy. I was like, it's a, here's the barrel. We're going we're gonna to ship about three ducks down here in this barrel and give you a gun and just have at it. You know, I mean, <laughs> marketing and growing a business today is significantly easier. Significantly And we're easier. not saying that as people that now don't own businesses, we're saying that as people that currently do own them. I'm saying it's gotten easier every year. Now, here's the deal. Peter Drucker, if he were here, the legendary management expert, and Shep, on the show notes, I want to put his credentials up there so I don't okay. belabor it on, on the show today, but he is a, if you don't know anything about management books, you'll read Peter Drucker books, but he's known as kind of like the father of management. He says, Z, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. I repeat, he says, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. Why, Z? Why? Well, you, you have to, have, if you can't measure it, then what, how, how do you know it's getting better? We're, you have to know it started here and it's going to here. I just go off a of field primarily. I, I, I look at my what, numbers I just, you know, and I, I say to myself, it out, like, I'll tell you what, I just wake up in the morning and say, how do I feel today? You know, to me, I look at it like, you know, dogs have four legs, right? Well, most of my, I, 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 mean, I had a dog one time, only had three. He was a good, good dog too. Good Got around dog. pretty good. He's a good dog. You, you, you put a, a perm on a, on a woman, but you can't put one on a dog. Did I tell you about that pig only had three legs? 
this is these sort of uh, altruisms are how I do my marketing. Listen, I got I got to get a pig story in. You know, I want to hear it. I used to get well, I was traveling one time, stopped at a bed and breakfast, and it was at a, kind of a farm setting, and there's a barn out back, and and I uh, I was looking out little bay window, and a pig walks by with only three legs, and and I looked at the the farmer or the the, the, the proprietor, and they were in the kitchen, you know, making the breakfast for the, all the the people living, you know, staying there, and I said, what why is it? What's up with that pig? And they said, oh, that's a special pig. You know, my grandson was in the in the back barn and it caught on fire and that pig went in there and got him and pulled him out and saved his life really i said wow does that is that how he lost his leg in the fire he goes oh no no pig that good you don't need all at once <laughs> that is so good Woo! that was a good see i'm gonna marinate on that one for a week or two yeah, that was pretty good that's good pig now I, i'm not gonna try to one-up you but i am gonna say bill gates has a lot of things to say about tracking your numbers when we come back from the break Bill Gates, we'll see if Bill Gates can outdo Dr. Z's pig joke with some Ooh, notable quotables wow. that could potentially be life-changing. Life-changing humor or life-changing notable quotables from Bill Gates. You decide. Stay tuned to the Drive Time Show on your radio. Attend the world's best business workshop led by America's number one business coach for free by subscribing on iTunes and leaving us an objective review. Claim your tickets by emailing us proof that you did it and your contact information to info at drivetimeshow.com. If I personally became a... Uh, form of music. If, if a form of music was me, I think that that music type would be a street performing brass band because it's like it's 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 detailed, it's tight, it's succinct, but it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy, and I I deal with that intro was really nice, and someone's listening to that right now, going, "What's the catch? What's the catch? I mean, seriously, what's what's the catch?" Well, let me let me walk you through this, Mr. Listener. Um, Paul Hood is one of our advertisers, and so if you have been in Tulsa for any amount of time at all, you'll know that Dr. Zellner has faithfully advertised on radio well before our show went on the air. You see, our show's been on the year on the air for about a year and a half, and he's been advertising in Tulsa on the radio for 26 years. And so you advertise, as he rumor has it, on, on radio because it, it works. Absolutely. And Paul Hood, you know, and hadn't been a big advertiser before. And he thought, you know, he, he told me this. He said, I would like to become the Dr. Zellner of accounting. Cool. Yeah. And so he decided to start advertising. And it's crazy how many business owners listen to this station. And so over time, he said, I want to advertise more. I want to be a bigger part of it because so many people will ask us, hey, Mr. Thrive Business Coach, who do you recommend for accounting? Because uh, if you look at all the statistics that are out there, if you ask the average person, if you ask the average person, if you ask yourself, not that you're average, but do I like my accountant? Do I like my On a accountant? scale of one to 10, if 10 is a very proactive accountant and one is very reactive, how proactive is your accountant? And most people, upon further review, are not happy with the level of proactivity of their accountant. And so Paul said, in order for us to make a bigger impact and to make a win-win, to help more people in Tulsa improve their businesses and to get in front of more clients, I would like to subsidize or, or sponsor the workshops. And so this is what happens. Paul is the one paying the money. There's no such thing as a free lunch. There you go. So what you do is all you have to do is your part. So if you go to, if you find Thrive Time Show on iTunes, all you have to do is do a Google search. Just search on Google for Thrive Time Show 
and the word iTunes. Once you find that, at the time of this recording, I'm going to pull it up real quick here. So, Chip, I'm going to do I'm going to see how long it takes me. Here we go. I'm going to type in Thrive right. Time Show <laughs> on iTunes. <laughs> this is on Google. And it came up here. I see it. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to see it. There, I, there's 593 ratings as of yes! the time of this recording. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and uh, click the blue button here to view. view the show in iTunes. In iTunes. When I click that. Then it's going to pr- have a little prompt that says, do you want to open iTunes? I say yes. Follow yes. the blue. Follow the blue. And then what I have to do is I have to click the subscribe button, which is underneath our thumbnail, so that we're about 90 seconds in. Then I write an objective review, and I email in proof that I did it. I, e- I email in proof that I actually wrote a review to info at thrivetimeshow.com, and I send in my contact info. Well, you got it up there. What's in 593 reviews. What, what's, our, what's our star score? Our star five. score is uh, pretty much five star. Really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, right wow. now, I mean, if you type in um, Thrive Time Show and um, let me just, if I type in, um, yeah, I, haven't look, I haven't looked at it lately, so. Yeah, let me just look right now. I'm going to be, uh, I'm gonna, if you uh, pull it up, we have, as of today uh, on Google, three. We have 347 people that have written reviews about our conferences. And we have one gentleman that wasn't happy because he said that the hotel accommodations weren't good. Uh, the only thing I could say is that I actually um, don't. Uh, we we don't as a as a program. We 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 recommend that people would stay at the Renaissance Hotel. We have good good relationship with them. We recommend you might stay at the Holiday Inn at the Aquarium, and or the uh, River Spirits. River Spirit does a great job. The Marriott does a great job. Uh, the person did not ask us where to what, what we recommend. And they just booked something, and they felt like we could have been more helpful hmm. in advising them as to where to stay. And so okay. that would be our one four-star. So we have 346 five-star reviews so far. Wow. Yeah. So things are going well at the Thrive Nation. We'd encourage you to be join the conversation, attend the workshop, buy your tickets today at thrivetimeshow.com, or get your tickets for free by leaving us an objective review, Z. Yeah, and the other thing that's not a catch is there's no upselling. There's no... Okay, for those who want the really the the super package, if you want the magic and the system. breakout session where we teach really the the, the fine session. art of this of the stuff. You know that's an extra you know twenty seven hundred dollars. Got to meet the man minute. behind the and, curtain, and that's why that's why if you type in Thrive Time Show reviews into Google, you can see over five hundred video reviews uh, from real people on video explaining their experience. And you're going to hear that time and time again that there was no upselling, there was no high pressuring. Now, Z Bill Gates has three notable quotables about knowing your numbers. I'm going to read them all in a row, and I'm going to see if you can break them down. So here we go. Break them down. He says, know your numbers. Knowing your numbers is a fundamental precept of business. He goes on to say, I've been struck again and again by how important measurement is to improving the human condition. He says, we all need people to give us feedback. That's how we improve. So Z, I think he's fairly passionate about us knowing our numbers. Why? If you don't look at your P&L on a regular basis, if you're not, if you don't know what your numbers are, if you don't know what it costs to bring somebody in, if you don't know what your profit margin is, if you don't know how much it costs to make that widget, if you don't know your numbers, you are, it's, picture this, it's a windy day, you've got the kids loaded up, picnic basket, and you're going, you're going to the marina to get on your brand new sailboat that you just bought. Except unbeknownst to you, they forgot to put a rudder on it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you load up the family, and you kick off from the dock, and you go out there, and you can't control where you're going. That's scary. Right? That's scary. Yeah. That's what it is. If you don't know your numbers, how can you make management decisions? I hear people all the time say, I'm going to make up for it in volume. Yeah, that's like... <laughs> volume works both ways, though. 
I hear people that are literally they lose money yeah. on every deal and they want to do more deals. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of, kind of like the trucker that says, "Yeah, I lose a thousand dollars on every run. What are you going to do? I'm going to buy more trucks. Well, you know, give me more like, trucks. Me more trucks you know? I see. See, talk to the contractors out there listening who don't charge a deposit and who aren't firm with their payment terms and who are extending uh, 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 credit, or they are, or the business owners out there that are invoicing people. And then not staying on top of how much money's owed to them. Talk to the person there who's fighting. Can I, pre- can I preach a little? Preach it, please. Huh? I, haven't pre- I haven't preached in a while. Preach it now. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. amen. Can I get an amen? Oh, I'll give you an amen. amen. Now listen here. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants the money in your bank more than you should want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make that wallet fat. Mm-hmm. Keep Jack. Ha. And I tell you what, if you're out there doing something for free, go ahead. Shame on me. What? For not telling you to go get the money. What did you say? Honey, go get the money. What'd you say? Go get the money. That's what he said. Listen, folks, you got to say, give me half down. Half down. Before I start. Come on now. Half down, because I'm not a clown. Mm, that's Ooh. good. Come on now. Mm, Come good. on now. Mm, you feel mm, me? Mm, Can mm. I get an amen? Can oh. I get an amen? Because oh. <laughs> if you don't, mm. you get this. Oh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, We just went back to white church, circle, by the way. Circle, circle uh, back uh, yeah. You just <laughs> left the African-American energy. Now mm-hmm. we're back at, like, a Presbyterian church. Okay, yeah. now, guys, if you okay. sit down, please. So, everybody. Uh, it's, uh, if you don't, if you don't, do if you're not very proactive on getting the money, and I don't know why, you know, if you're a construction guy, for example, you're really good at what you do. You're really good at, you know, all that kind of stuff. But there seems to be this timidity. You know, they, they, they're not timid to go ask for the deal. Right. They're not timid to come in and, and bid the deal, you know. They're not timid to do that. But there's something about going, you know, I sure would like. I don't understand it. See, I really have tried to understand it. uh, Chup, you're a business coach. I don't get it. Especially for the construction guys out there. You have to buy those materials before you can even start. So it makes sense to the customer that you need money. It's not like. Can Can I give you an example? There is a printing vendor I used to work with years ago. And they would send me an invoice for ink that would be like $1,000. And a lot of times they would mail it to the wrong address or they would send it late or whatever. And I talked to the owner, it's a small business, and I said, hey, can I just put a credit card on file, please? And then each month, will you just email me a receipt and just, just charge it? And they said, oh, well, we're not set up to do credit cards because it costs like an extra 2 3%. I, I just... And so eventually, <laughs> I'm not kidding, eventually this guy goes out of business. Well, yeah. And I remember talking to the guy and I said... How many people were like me? Because we went out of business, all of a sudden he's trying to collect everything. I said, how many people were like me that owed you more than three grand that you notified last minute that we hadn't paid you? Like, how many of us were there? He goes, oh, there was probably hundreds. Yeah. And that's, I'm going, that's when we went out of business. What in the world? I mean, that's just not a move. So unless you are a bank, don't act like one. And if you are a bank, act like one and stay on top of it. There you go. So Elon <laughs> Musk writes, he says, I think it's very important to have a feedback loop where you're constantly thinking about what you've done and how you could be doing it better. I think that's the single best piece of advice, constantly thinking about how you could do things better and questioning yourself. So, Z, on a capstone thought here, your business coach will help all the listeners out there uh, build an effective tracking sheet. But for anybody out there that's 
I'm too busy to track. I forgot to track. I thought my husband was going to track. I thought my wife was going to do the tracking. I just don't have time to track myself. I thought they were going to do it. I mean, Z, what would you say to someone who's perpetually not tracking? Well, you got to inspect what you expect. Oh. That is the way you do it. That's one of the forms of doing that. You don't just show up at the office and go, well, everybody's here, and I guess well, uh, looks I guess good. Looks good. Okay. Looks good. All right. I'll see you guys later. Feels good and looks good. You, you've got that. That also does, Clay, it does something really fun for the team. It allows you to set some goals. Goals. Expectations. If you're tracking, if you're like, okay, we saw this many patients today. If we do this many, we get something. Now, Thrive Nation, we come back, we're talking about how to name your company. 